And see, and this is what leads into the main conversation tonight that I want to get into. With all this that we're talking about, it leads into the main question. Do you really know your man? Uh-huh. Do, you, do, you, do you know your man? Like, seriously, I want you to ask yourself, everybody that's out there listening, if you listen and call in um, at 646-915-8200, and I want you to tell me, do you really know your man? Or you can hit us up on Twitter, twitter.com slash UCOFW. Do you really know your man? Because a lot of these women are getting into relationships with these men, and you don't know them. You don't know them from a hole in the wall. You meet them at the club. You want to bring them home around your kids, and your kids sitting, like, like, like the caller said earlier, you know, you bring these men around your kids, they end up getting molested, they're getting abused. You know, they sitting up in your house, ain't paying no bills, they eating up your children's food. Yeah. Do you know your man? Do you know if your man creeping with another woman or another man for that fact? Do you know your man? So, I mean, I, you know, can somebody tell me, like, do you think these women know who they're messing with these days? Hell no. These men are out there doing everything, girl. Let me tell you. <laughs> because my, my best friend, man, was sleeping with men and sleeping with her and other women. Ooh. And you couldn't tell the bitch shit. You couldn't tell the dumb bitch shit. I'm like, man, girl, your man is at that, that other man's house. <laughs> She's so dick dumb. Dick dumb, girl. Big <laughs> dumb. That's what you call it. Glory, that's great. He Girl, me. that's the word of the motherfucking episode. Yeah. He loved you and some ass. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I'm, that's all I got to say, call Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Left for ass, left ass. Okay. Oh. Oh. They don't know they're men. They don't know they're men. They don't, because they don't take time. Like you said, like you said, girl, they don't take time to ask questions. But you know, okay, if, if, if you get a call in the night, if you get a call in the night, it's going to be one of them dumb ones that swear they know they mean it. Are they going to swear they're the only woman? Okay, and really, to in order to say that you really know them, I mean, I mean, this is, could go into a whole complete spewing mess about trusting your partner, but how do you build the reliable trust in order to know them? How do you do that? You better find out my questions, one. What do you say? Communication. Yeah. Uh, you you got to ask questions. All of those and, have you ever heard of the whipped cream test? Oh, wow, girl. <laughs> the whipped cream test? Have you ever heard of that? What'd you call it, What's Seneca? The it's called the whipped cream test, girl. What's the whipped cream test? I think now, you know why I think that's a little too graphic for this show this year. I don't know either. Honey, give me the details, honey, because if he's out there doing the whipped cream shit, tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Cool whip, whatever. You know, and this is what I heard, especially the women that get with these men that's out of prison. If you want to know if your man been messing around, you take some whipped cream and you or some whatever, and then you then you like you act like you're gonna do some kinky stuff with them. And then you spray it down his butt cheek, and it's just so it to go down in there. Why are you making me do this? <laughs> I think we got the picture. You can let it go from there. The thing about it is you can't tell some of these women anything. You can't tell them anything because you could be sitting there and telling them, you know, hey, your man was at my house last night, whatever, and you can have proof, all this proof and stuff like that. You can have text messages, pictures, and everything else. But you can't tell them anything. Like, you know, it's, it's just like some people don't, some people are blind to the fact that, you know, and, and this is getting back to what I was saying earlier, you know, um, you know, that's how abuse in the home happens because, like, you have some women that will choose a man over their child, and the child can be sitting there getting abused, getting molested, but the mother will sit there and choose that man over their son or their daughter. And and I'm gonna tell you this now. 
it's not even the daughters you got to worry about being molested today. You got to worry about your sons too. Honey, that is the truth. I used to worry about. I used to sit back and I used to think. I say, you know, do my mother know that this man is doing this to us? I used to ask myself that. I really do believe my mother knew this man was doing this to us, y'all. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad. It is sad. And, you know, and, and but, but why wouldn't she get out of that situation? Because, like Seneca saying, the mothers are dick dumb. Yeah, dick dumb. Dick dumb. I'm going to have to start using that's that That's going to be a new phrase on Dick dumb. Because they, 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 they scared. I don't know if they're scared that they can't find another man. You understand what I'm saying? Or, or just, but see, I'm going to tell you, this is how I feel about it. I think a lot of men um, like that, they're predators anyway, and they're not even just predators towards men, but they're predators in general in life. And they and they see a single mother that has a child or they have children, and they know that this woman has low self-esteem because a lot of times the father may have walked out on them and, you know, left them with kids and stuff like that. So the mother is looking for a father figure, and they see that this woman is desperate, and she needs what she thinks she needs. Let's get that right. She thinks that she needs a man in the home. So what this man does, he slithers his worthless ass into the picture, and that's, that's what happens because the woman's getting shown affection. The woman's getting shown something that she's never had before, and see, he uses that to manipulate the woman so when he can get in there and abuse those children. You see Ooh. what I'm saying? You see what yes. in there? Yes, yes, yes. And see, a lot of people don't want to, and a lot of people don't want to hear this. And this is, this is, and you know, I'm sorry. A lot of people don't want to hear this stuff because it hits, it hits home. This is one of those things, especially in the black community, and I, and, and yeah. I, you know, Michael, you can tell me if this is prominent in you know in your community as well. Absolutely, we, it is. Absolutely, you know we we live in a community to where we want to sweep things under the rug. You don't go out and tell your business in the street. You know everything mm-hmm. is kept under hush. You know, and I think a lot of times we what we what we fail to realize is you know we need to start talking, and we need to make sure that our kids feel to where they can come to us and tell us what's going on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I you know, yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I just I just feel that these kids a lot of a lot of times they feel that they can't go tell their parents nothing. They can't they can't go and tell anybody because you know, they got they feel that they're gonna be judged and like 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 we said, they're gonna choose a man or a woman over you. Yeah, because they feel like they're not protected by their mother, so that's why they don't say anything or the the father. Right, you right, you right. So that brings back to that point. Do you know your man? Hell yep. no, they don't know their men. They don't know they they don't know their men. They don't know what they're getting involved in. And and I want to say some of these women are very attractive. Some of them, you like you said, they're just seeking you know just seeking a man, and they, they they're very attractive. It's it's like okay, can I say this? It's like they have a lot of book sense, but no common sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say it's no backbone because since they ain't got the self esteem, they're looking at this whether it be the dick or whatever, making them feel good. They've what lost life? all track of the rest of their brain and the rest of their life. The whole thing tonight, the whole thing tonight is, you know, people, this stuff just, to me, most of the time, this stuff just just, just doesn't happen out of nowhere. There's always mm-hmm. some warning signs. And like I said, it was something that probably happened. Nobody didn't want to, you know, pay attention to it. You know, and then when something, you know, blew up, then everybody wants to act like, you know, I, I never saw it coming. There's yeah. always warning signs to this. And, you know, I wonder if any of the family knew of, knew of anything going on, that they see that this boy was troubled beforehand, or was this boy, you know, was he bullied? Was he abused by the parents? Was he abused by a family member? I mean, there, there's so many things that need to be taken into account. You know what? It's the, the 
families probably did know, but what they probably did, well, they probably was talking for her so much, you know, telling her, you know, you need to get out, you need to get out, and she wouldn't listen. So, you know, when a family, they just get tired of just telling you stuff because you don't listen. And they see it's not right. going nowhere, so they just not going to get involved with it again. And they just tell you like, don't do it, it's almost like it's pulling you closer to the person that they tell you not to be with. Girl, just like right. just like an, just like an abusive uh, woman and an abusive uh, a, a, a man that has been abusing his wife, or abusing his girlfriend, the sister telling girl, get on out there, get on out there. She ain't listening. She's staying, keeping her kids in that, and she's standing there. And then it it it, it results to what's happening to what happened with the little boy. Exactly. Yeah. It all goes back to that, y'all. And that's why, right. like, it all goes back to do you really know your man? Like you, said earlier, like you said earlier, your man sleeping with other men, your man sleeps with other women, and, and, and y'all, so, they so dumb. They got these chat lines out there. These girls on this chat line, you got queens on the chat line, and baby, they rather go to the queens than the woman. Let's set it yeah, out there now. Yeah, you're right. Let's set it out there. Some of these women don't even know that they men are doing this, and they're going to bring them back until they bring them back. You know what I'm saying? Come back. And then they want to get This was back then. They want to get mad at the gay men. For taking your man now, girl. Don't get mad at them. If you don't get mad, my thing is don't get mad, get glad. You my can't get mad at him because they didn't take your man. Your man was already gone. He was never yours from the get-go. Because if somebody there you to take something of yours, it was never yours. Well, girl, this is what I'm saying. My point is that well, I'm saying what y'all said, but my thing is, they, like you said, Seneca, they get mad at the gay man. But I'm gonna tell you this: it, it's your man's fault because your man. Wait a minute, and then your man. This is this, this another story. This might be another topic too. Now your man sit with the gay man. You find out she's sitting with the gay man. Then you want to fight the gay man. Wait, wait a minute. And your man trying to fight the gay man. How you going to fight gay men? Because gay men gay too shit. That's what I think. Don't get with gay when you met him. You just, it's always a sign there. You just ignored the damn sign because he always gave you that sign. You just didn't want to see it. No, I'm going to got an interesting theory on this topic here when it comes to infidelity. I've been in more, I've been, well, two relationships I've had in the past, I was the victim of the other person being unfaithful and here's the method that I hold for this number okay. one I don't get mad at the other person for wanting to get a piece I ain't getting mad at him for that but I will damn sure throw me a little bit of a fit about the person that's supposed to be with me Wow. regardless if the other person that they were cheating with was a man or a woman or whatever regardless of what it is Hey, I'm not mad at them. I ain't got a problem with them. I got a severe problem, but I'll tell you this. That person is sometimes going to be falling I mean, sometimes they do, but then again, some of these men are so smooth, they can, they so calculating, and they know how to yeah. uh, manage and, you know, kind of, you know, balance things. Honey, they, they'll have, mm -hmm. they'll be living three different lives. Not two different lives, but three different lives. But that's even though. The women don't go after their men. They come after the other person that they men have slept with. And you know that makes me mad. That makes me mad. Now that makes me mad. Why? Then they back with him, and then he's still fucking around. Then you still doing the same old same out. Y'all, this is reality. People, people, they probably listening. They, they probably just going in one ear out the other ear. But they really need to know, Seneca. You need to tell them that this is reality. This is happening. This ain't no fairy tale. This ain't Cinderella, honey. Do you think that there are a lot of people basically? have that attitude that it's not going to happen to me? Yes. Yes, wait a minute. They have the attitude right now that, oh, it's not happening to me, but, baby, trust me, your man probably laying up in some other man's bed right now. How about it? And it's 2011. <laughs> you, better, you better get with the program, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I got nothing. We got seven minutes left, but I just want to know if y'all got any final thoughts because this has been a good show. We're gonna continue this topic um, upcoming here in the next week or two. This is a really hot button topic because a lot of people don't know about the damn on, and I want you know people on here that can break it down because a lot of people just don't know about it. Yeah. So we, I really, anybody got some final thoughts? Because I really want to close this, um, the the show out because I know today's Martin Luther King. Now I just want to close the show out with his um, speech. 
But do you guys have anything? First of all, I want to thank you guys for really coming in here and, and just really engaging um, this conversation because we really need to talk about this stuff as a community. You know, um, so do you guys have anything left to say before we uh, close it out? Yes, my final thing is women, don't be naive. If, if you've been abused, if your children have been abused, wake up and tell, tell him that he has to go. Yeah. Don't keep holding right. on. Don't keep holding on and, and putting your children in that in that kind of predicament because when they get older, they're going to remember that. So I say, I say to the women, and I and I and I'm gonna say this again: Wake up, open your eyes. What they say? So wake up and smell the coffee. So open your eyes and close your legs. How about that? <laughs> How about it? <laughs> yes, that's true. I'm gonna add them. I, I mean, they so they so these these women are so hot tail. I mean, let me shut up. Let me shut up. I don't spoke too much tonight as it is. Tell the truth. Tell the truth, honey. I want to hit yeah. on that topic about the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they sleeping on us or what, but if you, why would you want to be with something that can't do nothing for you? Yeah. 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 That's my one. Why would you even? You doing all this, you taking care of him, he can't even watch your kids, but he can drive your car, can drop you off at work, go hang out with the boys. But when you come, when he comes back with your car, it's on E and you got to put the gas on it. What the hell? Come on, girl, yeah. and you ain't got no money to fill it up. And he ain't trying to go get none. And he ain't wash his ass in two weeks. He got a drawer on. Then he can't let you like fall over to your bed. And it's like, hey. Come on. <laughs> and she's still uh, trying to give him some, girl. Oh, girl. Mm-mm. Honey, that's why, honey, that's why they want to wonder why she got the damn clap. <laughs> why she got the back door, you clap, honey. That's a new shit you ain't never heard of. Put it like this. I done been in the church all my life now. You know, you probably can't tell tonight, but you know, I just, I just, I just keep it real now. But you know, I've seen and heard of some of everything going on that goes on in the church. You know, yeah. and yeah. you know, it, it's so much secrecy that's going on in the church. A lot of these preachers, you know, having these little young boys, like the whole Bishop Eddie Long situation. You know. You know, the, the light being shown on Bishop Eddie Long, but this ain't nothing new. He oh, no. This is nothing new. He wanted to stick his egg roll in something. That's what that was. <laughs> he was part of his wife all dried up. He was ready for something else. <laughs> but let me ask you this. In situations like that, do you think the parents should be, um, if the child's underage, and, like, cause I don't know if these kids were, I don't think the kids were underage, but do you think the parents should be to blame for this, too? Or just, just of letting course. You, let, yeah, honey. But it is usually, I would say, 90% of the time, the fact that the kids are as mean and as hateful and as bad as they are is because of the lack of parenting. 90% yeah. of the time. I agree with you, Mike. Oh. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. I do, but I also agree with you, Seneca, because let me tell you, some of these mothers were probably getting gifts also. So they're, they're selling their kids. How about that? Because mm. I looked at the whole Eddie Long situation, and I said, these parents knew. Honey, he probably was buying the parents' cars and stuff, too. Sounds like a well known Because didn't somebody in the paper, didn't, didn't somebody in the paper, one of those parents, uh, that he had paid their rent up or something like that or something. So these parents knew. It's like they selling their exactly. kids. Isn't they, just like they tried to do Michael Jackson. They wanted some money. I started right. to go there, but I thought, uh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> wanted some money. But you know what? We might as well go there because the thing about it is, didn't those parents tell those kids to lie so they exactly. can get money? They, Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I said today we we living in times where kids are just used as like as pawns, like they use as like chessboard pieces. You know what I'm saying? Like they they use as you know tools to get what they want. They they'll sell their kids yeah. they'll sell their kids out to get some coins in their pocket. That, that there is just a whole new level of sick to use your kid, your child, as a sexual pawn. To get money out of somebody, that's a whole new level Girl. of pimping your kid out there. 
Well, it, you know, it, 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 it's happening. I know, and I, I know it does, but it's just like, wow, that's a whole new level of sick, really. What about the woman that was selling her nine-year-old and the man killed her? What? Yeah, this was a while ago. I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. Like, she was talking to her nine year Big people out here, girl. And, and I'm telling you, you know, like, you know, you don't even, like like we were mentioning, you don't even have to look in the streets. This stuff is going on, like, even in the church. So my thing is, if you're not safe in church, your children are not even safe in church. Where are your children safe at? Not at school either. No, of course not. Of course not. And I'm going to tell you this now. These parents need to start checking these kids on Facebook because not only are you dealing with sexual, uh, like, you know, crimes and stuff like that, you're dealing with the whole cyberbullying thing going on. There's so much going on now that these parents just don't know. But, but to me, I and think see, these parents... And it's a parent's responsibility to stay, stay calm. I think these parents giving the kids too much... They're giving them too much leeway because... Ain't no way in hell you'll be on the computer at 13 or 14. When you turn 17, 18, you'll be on it because you wouldn't be on it then. No, you wouldn't. Sorry. You just wouldn't. I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't think that children under 16 need to be having no Facebook page. They don't need to be <laughs> on these websites. They, they don't need it. I, I just tell you all on Facebook. Huh? You know, I met the man in my life. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I said, girl, you girl. know that's not a life. But see, you've seen, you seen them shows like to catch the catch a predator, right? <laughs> I mean, y'all laughing, but this is for real. That's how they get these young people. You know, and these parents don't know because the... And, and, and it, it could be happening right in front of your face. Your child on the computer, you think because they sitting there in front of you, you, you know, you cleaning, you you know, washing dishes, cleaning clothes, whatever you do, because some of y'all don't try it for me. Y'all can't even keep your house clean. Or how about the little kids and the little, and the little girls, little boys that can't keep their nose or their thumbs off of a cell phone texting? Do you know who they're texting? Girl, like I said. I mean, you 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 don't know because you think your child is sitting there because you because your child's sitting there. You think that you know they're safe, but you don't know who's on that computer screen. You don't know who's on the other side of that computer screen. You don't know who they texting. And not only do you have to worry about texting, you have to worry about sexting too. That's sexting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it, it it takes the parents the parents need to be responsible. And they need to stay on top of this technology. Yeah. And we all know, though, that sometimes I'm 32 years old, and I found out this year getting a smartphone. At the age of 32, I finally got me a smartphone. And do you know I felt absolutely ignorant for a week? How many of the parents out here, typical average parent, how many of them are keeping up with this stuff? But I bet yeah. you are. Some of the parents don't even know the slang that the kids talk. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like what is OMG? Girl, come up with the times. Yeah. They don't know none of that. Because, you know, cause they, they don't know how to, like you said, Mike, they, they probably don't know how to operate the, <laughs> operate the machine. So they're looking at these words like, oh, you know, they don't know. Yeah. 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 Well, shoot, I, I tell you, this is just one of them conversations that uh, I wish, and I think that the churches, like, you know, I think the church, and I think the churches, they, I think they've kind of failed the community because they're not educating the people, but yet they won't take your money every Sunday. Well, hello. I mean, like, I mean, isn't the church supposed to be the pillar of the community? So why aren't they teaching people this? Because they had the church has lost its essence, and, and, and as far as, as Christian, uh, the Christians are not acting like Christians. 
You understand what yeah. I mean? I'm meaning, like, like I, I'll be scared to go to church now. The way church is going now, I'll be scared to even ask somebody to come to Christ to get saved. Because they're going to be there to bust the cap in. I don't even want uh-uh. Honey, that's right, girl. You, that's right. Get scared, honey, that somebody, get scared somebody going to shoot up in the church. That's right. Well, hell, I mean, we done seen that. It's not even a question of if it, if it's going to happen, it's already happening. Wasn't there just a couple of years ago a thing somewhere out west I'm wanting to say Iowa or Utah, where there was a guy that went into a church, but that church went to a close because they actually had armed security guards in their church. Mm. Wasn't it just a couple years ago? Does anybody else remember that? I remember that. Was that that man that walked off the street and came in there and shot the pastor right in the head? Uh, Shot the pastor or somebody, and then the armed security guard ended up shooting the assailant. And they were. I was like, "Whoa, you have an armed security guard in your church?" I'm thinking, "What kind of neighborhood is your church in?" But you know what my thing is? It's like we we can't even say what kind of relate like neighborhood because a lot of times I don't. People need to to stop following following up. I can't speak following it into that trap to where they believe that such and such can't happen in their neighborhood or such and such can't happen in their town. That's right. You it can't say because I don't live in the hood. I live in a nice neighborhood. I live out in the suburbs or I live in the country. This can't happen. You know what? You're right. You can't uh, say that because that congresswoman got she. I'm more sure she was in a nice neighborhood. Honey, it's so happening. Everything is happening. Honey, it's happening. It's happening, it's happening, it's happening uh, more in them neighborhoods than in the ghetto. Yeah. But see, it, it just, to me, it, it just gets publicized more in the ghetto. But, right, and, you know, right. you know, like, like you know, crime in general. Like, you know, it's more people. People shine a light more on the lower income neighborhoods, but really, there's all kind of stuff that's going on in these homes in the suburbs. There's so much dysfunction that's going on in these families. Trust me, I grew up in the suburbs. I've had friends that lived out here, baby. You think ain't nothing going on in these households? Girl, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You it don't know. because that little boy want to shot his mama. Yeah, that ten year old boy. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about that ten year old boy that shot his mama because he didn't want to do no chores? <laughs> yeah. Oh. What? Ten year old boy and hundreds happening out in the country. That boy, they talking about. Well, we keep these guns around because we grew up in you know. You know, we live out in the country, and I okay, don't let me tackle that one here. I'm from the sticks originally, and out in the countryside. They're not, you know, that's great and all, but if you know, as a responsible gun owner, if you know that you have a child that is a loose cannon like that, and has that that's much right. attitude in there and hatred in them, you, I mean, you should know your kid. You should know what your you know, unless your kid just teetotally one day just wakes up and is like, I'm going to step off the deep end today, and you had no prior knowledge, then I could understand it. But you can't and tell me these people that told that their kid didn't have a problem. And if that's the case, and if you're a gun owner, you have that stuff locked up to where that kid can't get anywhere near it. That's right. That's right. That's right. I agree with that. That's right. No, but but you have to think about it. Like you said, it's in the country. You know, they don't think about stuff like that in the country. Hell, they shooting all bears and all kinds of shit out there. Foxes. <laughs> it is a different <laughs> world. You know, they leave, they leave it out, honey. It's in it's in it's in the cabinet. Go get it. There's a fox in my backyard, honey. Go shoot him. <laughs> your damn child is five years old. Go shoot him, baby. Pow pow. Then your ass get shot. <laughs> <laughs> So did the mother live or what? She did. She, she killed did. She he killed her. He killed oh, her. Oh, she got killed. Oh hell. And then what? and then the kids come out. I you know, kids look like they disturbed too. This girl girl ain't fifteen year old got pink hair. What the hell? Just, hey, wow. kids look, oh, the kids look disturbed. And they come out. And the son talking about, you know, my mom was the best mom you can ever have. 
and she was such a good mother. Girl, hell, how could she be that good of a mother? And you got, they said themselves in the store, they had guns hanging up in the boys' room. Like, you know. She's such a good mother, why you kill her? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Honey, we live in I mean, I mean it sounds cold, but what what would drive a what normal child gonna do that? That must it makes me wonder was there some uh, was there something else going on in that family that we that, that it didn't have nobody did know? No, it it couldn't have been nothing else going on because he was exposed to this kind of this situation with guns. So if you're exposed to that, what what think what would you gonna do? Automatically do it. I mean, it, it, it could have yeah. been, been like he was sick or nothing like that. No, if you're exposed to that shit, you're going to use it. Yeah. No child should have guns in their rooms. No child should have the access, like you said, Michael, to guns, to, to guns anywhere. No child should have access to guns. What kind of parent is that? One that don't care, child neglect again. Oh, Lord, girl. Now, and the thing, you know, like the issue with with guns, you know, I was raised with what, firearms around my entire life. But they, up until I was a responsible age where I could handle them and be given responsibility and understand it. And, you know, I was never left unsupervised with a firearm, ever. Up until I was like maybe 16 or 17. Then I would, you know, obviously by then I knew what was going on. And even then I might not have been directly supervised, but there was an adult pretty damn close by. So, you know, it just, it blows my mind what kind of life or what kind of home these kids were in to where a 10-year-old had access to it. And you know this 10-year-old had to be some kind of an evil little shit. I mean... He had access to it, which he never should have had in the first place, and then the guts enough to actually pull the trigger and kill her? Shoo! It might have been something he was thinking about a long time ago. Yeah, you're right. Wow. She just sent him off that day. She just set him off. She wouldn't let him go outside, and he was like, uh uh. You know, I ain't quit nothing. He said, you want me to do what? You want me to, you want me to clean <laughs> he what? He had no discipline all his life, and then all of a sudden that day she want to discipline him. So that's probably what made him go off. Like, you never disciplined me, so don't try now. Yeah, girl, you, like right. the kid, you, right. <laughs> you a white girl. So he oh, had right. enough. He, he, wouldn't wrap, he probably wouldn't wrap too tight anyway, so. Right. It, what a father, as a matter of fact, because he probably ain't wrapped too tight either. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know what? And in, in, in that story, I never did, they never said anything about the father. I don't know I what. Was, was far too far from the tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, honey, them, them, shit, them some damn crab apples, honey. Them some old withered up crab apples, honey. Them <laughs> apples eating up by the birds. <laughs> The kids was grown, oh. you could tell, because if she has a pink hair, she was grown. She was running the household. Mama wouldn't. She was just there. I, I saw her. I said, at that age, you not going to be walking at the house looking like a damn fool. And oh, she Again, where I, I, was I the parent with any kind of response? And, and that's just to like, huh? I said, again, you know, a 15-year-old around with pink hair, again, where was the parent with proper parenting skills? Now she was trying to be their friend. There you go again. Trying to be their friend. She in a box. I mean, not trying to be, you know, harsh about it, but now she in a box because she was trying to be her kid's friend. Wow. Well, Mike, I'm going to ask, can I ask this question, please? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Mike, because you said that you were exposed with, uh, around guns, I mean, did they teach you how to shoot a gun? Or what? How was you exposed to the guns? They were just out? Or no, what? no, no, what? no. no. Well, as, of course, as a child, as far as I can even remember back being tiny or little, as far as my brain will go, you could have never seen a gun. In other words, the equivalent of someone having small children running around, no, they were never out. Oh. Ever. 
Okay. You know, they were never left out where, you know, I as a small, irresponsible, let's say for lack of a better term, rug rat, <laughs> you know, couldn't get into them. No, that was just not the case. They were put up because, you know, obviously you got small children, you keep them put up. You know, as, you're, as I got older, I w they were not hidden from me. Uh, as I got older, I was showed what they did, how they worked. I was uh, taken out and showed how to use them properly. Why you use I, I, I was taught a healthy respect for it. Oh, okay. So let's see. So, so you, would you say that 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 mother, you know, they didn't teach them a healthy respect. <laughs> there was not a healthy respect. The kid killed his mom. What kind of respect was there? Yeah. Mm. You know, let alone the kid having that much of an anger issue and an attitude. I mean, I just can't help but think that this could not have been the first time the kid ever showed any anger. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, that's my point. That's right. what I was trying if to get you at, have, If you have a kid like it, that, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say guns don't mix with that. And I'm telling you, we are having a good, um, a really good show today, and I really enjoy the dialogue because I think um, the thing about us is that we need to start um, – coming together and discussing the issues more. And I, I really um, appreciate everybody that came in today. This has really been a good show. And um, we're about to go to a, um, a new topic right now um, that's been in the media the past um, couple of days. And the reason why I really want to cover this topic is because I actually had, and I really got to be careful with this because this is uh this is still under investigation, but pretty much, and I'm trying to pull up the story right now on channel6.com, so bear with me, um, but, the, but the story has something to do with child abuse, and first of all, me and DeAndre's been talking about the situation, you know, and while I look for this story, DeAndre, I want you to just give, give us your opinion about what happened with the entire situation. You there, Deandra? I'm still here. So can you tell me, like, based on what I told you, because I'm trying to find a story so I can get my facts straight, um, can you tell us um, what do you feel about the whole situation? Um, I just think it's, it's kind of sad because right. I don't understand how do you get so lost in relationship with the man that you give him enough Enough, um, because they just can't, you know, hit your, beat your kids any kind of way. To me, yeah, a child can hit a whooping, but a beating, I don't, I Well, you know, the thing about it is, you know, and I'm trying to find this, so bear with me. I should have been prepared for this. But um, pretty much it, it was one of these situations, I, you know, I went to a friend's house, and I'm not going to mention any name. And I first saw this child, and right off the bat, I knew something was wrong because when I seen the child, and this is like a week ago, I seen the child, and I seen bruises on the child's face, and the child had like a busted eye. Now, first of all, I'm going to tell you this now. One thing I don't, you know, one thing about me is I don't play when it comes to children because children can't, you know, protect themselves. So when I seen the child's eye, I immediately asked questions. Nobody could give me an answer to what's going on, you know. But all they knew was like, okay, this child has had these bruises, and, I, and you know, the, and don't call me on this. If I remember right, they said another child of theirs had, like, bruises on them as well. So I'm questioning, like, okay, what's going on here? Because shouldn't no child have all these bruises on their face like that? And what could a child do at that young of an age to justify that? Seneca. So, you know, yes. Seneca, now, yes, I, saw the news. I saw the news, and let me tell you what the news said earlier. There were mm -hmm. prior abuse to the children 
Did you, did you guys see that? They said that it, is, it has happened before. Oh, wow. They said wow. it has happened before. I watched it this morning. They said it happened before, and I guess they didn't pay no attention. They said the child fell down, but they wouldn't buy it this time. When they, when they took him to the hospital this time, they wouldn't buy it. So this, this mother, tacky, trifling, you know, knew, knew this was going on, you know, because of love. You know, it ain't that much blank, blank in the world that you in love with that you can have your kids hurt. Come on, I'm just going to lay it out there because it's too much. They fall in love over the sex and all this stuff. Now think about your kids. Come on. See, I can, I can relate to that because, you know, when I was young, I'm just going to put it out there, my mother chose a man over us. And that man was doing all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. That man was doing all kinds of stuff to us, and she was acting blind and look, but she's going low with the cock cock. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna put it out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And these these ladies ain't that much cock out there that you can fall in love with. I said that, that that it will hurt your kids. And I'm still I'm I'm 35 years old, and it's still that 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 is still haunting me. The stuff that that man did to to me and my sister, wow. the stuff that he did to, to my mother. You understand what I'm saying? So mm. I, I, I it, it, that that topic really hurt me when I seen that today. And she knew what was going on. And she been like, they they did press charges on her. Found out she ain't in jail yet. Let me tell you this, and I'm gonna tell you, the guy I knew something. I met him at this party, and I knew something was right. If you'd like me to read, you found the article. Yes, I've got it here. If you'd like me to read it, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Okay, I'm trying to find the date at which this was posted, but it uh, appears it was updated as of January 15th, so two days ago. It says oh, wow. Indianapolis police have made an arrest for aggravated battery in what started out as an investigation for an injured child on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department was notified by emergency medical services personnel of an injured 15-month-old boy that was transported around 7.30 p.m. Friday evening from the address of 6119 Lakeview Drive. This is coming, by the way, from WTHR.com, Channel 13's website. Medical technicians did not believe the injuries were consistent with a fall, as was initially reported. The child right. arrived at Riley Hospital and was immediately taken to surgery for head trauma and is listed in critical condition. The incident occurred in the apartment of the 30-year-old Eric Steele. Steele was interviewed by a child abuse detective at the Family Advocacy Center Friday night and was subsequently arrested for Class B felony aggravated battery after admitting that he had struck the child, knocking him into a wall. Uh, Oh, wow. Wow. A disciplinary issue, the man was apparently just trying to apply some ointment to the face of the child for an illness or an injury. Came frustrated when the child resisted. At that point in time, he struck the child, knocking him into the wall, which caused the... Oh, my, my, my. Said IMPD Sergeant Paul Thompson. There were four children at the apartment at the time of the incident. Two belonged to Steele, the injured child, and a two-month-old sibling were the children of 23-year-old Crystal Dobbs. The two-month-old infant was taken into custody by Child Protective Services. Steele's children were released to a family member. Formal charges pending against Dobbs, who's the mother, has not been charged yet at this time. Uh See what I'm saying? Yeah, go ahead, DeAndre. I know you got something to say. I know you ready to read somebody. Go ahead, girl. Okay, now how the hell do you knock a child in the, in the damn car and you trying to place some damn ointment on his nose or wherever the hell you was trying to put it? How does that you end up knocking him into the wall? I don't get that. Because oh, let, me in, uh, let me in this conversation because that's some girl, real crap no, right here. Huh? Oh, no, because first of all, no, you should never get that. If you feel like you're going to get that mad at a child, then you need to walk away. There is no reason for a grown-ass man. I don't even know if I can cuss on this radio. There is no reason for a grown-ass man to be putting his hands on no child and knocking him across the wall and beating him all in his face like that. That just shows you right there. Ain't no telling what else been going on with them people. And technically, they don't need that baby either. They don't need none of them kids they got, and I pray to God that the kids don't have to go back there. 
No, girl, let me but hold up, y'all. Let, let me, me tell you about this girl, though, honey. Let me tell you, because I, I, I told you I met them a week ago. This girl was oh. at the party, honey, and she looked like she was so damn high and drunk. And she's on, she was on Channel 6 talking about, ooh, you know, I'm trying to get away from him and this, that, and the other. But, girl, if you no, go to was. Mr. Eric Steele's, hold up, y'all, hold up. If you go to Mr. Eric Steele's um, uh, Facebook page, honey, you will get on there and see. She's talking about she's been trying to get away from him and this, that, and the other. But why do you have on, your, on his Facebook page as early as Friday, Talking about, oh, I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But yet, you're trying to get know. away from him? You oh, a liar. No. See, this is what I'm saying. That's one of those. Go ahead. Somebody had to slap her, her upside her damn head, too. Are you for real? Oh. Hey, sir. Oh. Yeah. She had to up in the world for you to be that damn dumb. She just wanted a big black dick, and I'm just going to keep it real. I'm sorry. She wanted a big black dick, but, honey, when that, that big black dick backfired on her, now you want to you wanna ditch him. But, see, that's the thing about it. These brothers want to leave. Hey, y'all, I don't even think she'll be ditching him, honey. Trust me, if he gets convicted, her ass need to be convicted. And wait a minute. And it, yes, yes. Well, wait a minute. And, it, and it, listen to this, y'all, because y'all know this how it's going to work. She's going to be convicted. Her ass going to be sending somebody on his books because shit to jail. classification, but they have charged him with aggravated battery, which doesn't seem like much, but it, they have charged him with B felony. Uh, that's damn high. So that means they ain't playing around. If they've got him charged with a B felony, they plan on putting his ass away for a long I time. I know that's too, but she needs to go, too, because And the reason I'm explaining that part is... A B felony suit doesn't just have usually one aspect to it. In other words, what I'm saying is, one, they're going to throw a hammer on him, but it's not done. They're going to come back and get her because she's not going to be able to skate out of this. If they're playing that serious of charges, she's going to get something eventually. Yeah, that's what, and that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is that she needs to be convicted just as well as he is. She needs to be charged, too, and the babies need to be put in a safer environment. They need to be put somewhere where they're going to be safe and they 
You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be endangered or right. nothing like that. Because we don't need the same mistake that we had with that little girl over them 2,000 two pages worth of child abuse. Right. Only three, four, I think she was like four years old. Mm. Yeah, she's nah. Yeah. And see, that's way too many pages for a baby. She's a baby. Three, one, three. Okay. Well, okay, I'm going to tell y'all the story, y'all, because I, I need y'all to understand this, and I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm and I'm trying to keep this, you know, the person house I went to, I don't involved with it, but the thing about it is, it's like, everybody was sitting around wondering why do these kids have these groups, and everybody asking, like, nobody knew what was going on, but to me, I never met this guy before, and talking to him, he was just really out there and stuff like that. And it was just some other things that I felt uncomfortable about the situation. I'm sorry because I ain't trying to put nobody's dirty laundry out there, and I'm not gonna do that because that's just not what I do. But it's just some things out there that he just said as like in reference to like, you know, I always got these women after me and this and the other, and I always got to change my phone number and this that and the other and. It's just some other things that came up into the situation. And I think mental issues, mental illness is, is in the situation as well. Okay, we got a bad connection somewhere. We're having a hard time hearing people. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me now? There, that's a lot better. Okay. Well, what I was saying is, it's like what the whole situation is, when I met them, it was just like, Something about the situation wasn't right, and everybody, you know, and I'm not trying to put the person, you know, that was having a party, I'm not going to put them out there like that because, you know, they asked me not to, you know, use their name, and that's fine, but I was at the party, and just speaking with him, it was just some red flags that came up when I was talking to him because he was talking about how he lets his kids beat up on him, and they be punching them in the face, and he wrestles with his kids, and he's, like, real rough with them, and... My thing is, first of all, I'm not going to be playing around with my kids like that. And then second of all, what bothered me about the situation is just talking about how you always got these people, all these women that's, that's blowing your phone up and you got to get your phone changed every three weeks and you're talking about how people trying to hack into your my, your Facebook and all this stuff. That, that, that goes to show me that you are not living right. You're not living right. I got a question. Yeah.
But my thing is, and you know me, you know I ain't got no problem with interracial relationships, of course. You know what I'm saying? You know me, I ain't got no problem with it. But my thing is, brothers, this is my thing, and this is for anybody in general. If you're going to go after somebody, go after the best. Why are you always, okay, this is the thing that bothers me about the whole situation. When a white man gets with a black woman, they're going to get them a dime, too. They're going to get them a fine-ass black woman. But why come when the brothers always go after, go outside their race or they get a white woman, they always got to get the biggest, nastiest one they can find? Like, I'm not they to because, because they know they're going to take care of them. Hell. Yeah. That, that's what it is. They know they're going to take care of them, honey. That's what that shit is. Mm. They know they're going to go out there and they know she's going to do anything. She, they know she ain't going to be with another man. For number one, mm. they know that they know he can he can do whatever the fuck he want to do. Go out, screw another woman, do whatever. She's gonna she gonna come back home to her. Oh, oh, how about screw another man? Right now we're on the top example to where a lot of women bring them in, and it's some of the fathers that do it too, but they bring the men into the home and not knowing the guy's background. Uh, how do you feel about? We're talking about education. We're talking about um, responsibility. We're talking about all kinds of things dealing with the family. But right now, we're really focusing on, do um, you know your man? And like women that, that pick up strange men and they bring them into the home, and it's kind of like a revolving door. We see different men coming in and out the house all the time, and the, and the children are confused. How do you feel about that? Well, <laughs> me personally, I don't like that. Because right. I think you should, before you bring a person to meet your children, I think you should know that person's background before you introduce mm-hmm. them to your children. Exactly, exactly. Right, right. Because you don't even they know don't who you're getting involved with. But they don't care about that, girl. They care about one thing. If the man's doing it right, if he's beating the chicken right, honey, if he's beating the chicken right, <laughs> y'all know what I'm saying. They don't care about all that, who they look about, because he's beating her chicken and the daughter's chicken and probably for her chicken, honey. I know somebody that was beating the yeah. daughter's chicken and the mama chicken, too. Hello. Yeah. But, girl, but, um, you know, we were, we were, I was telling you about earlier, we were talking about how some of these, these women today, they partying with the daughters and or, or just in general, they, they partying with the children, going to the club with them. What, what, tell me, we, we were talking about that earlier. What are your thoughts about that? Me personally, I couldn't party with my mama. We can go out, we can, you know, we can go out to dinner, we can have, you know, a couple cocktails. As far as us going to the club together, uh-uh, we can't do that. Yeah. And, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, how you going to sit up here and tell your daughter that she need, you know, what she need to do, or she don't need to be a hoe, or she don't need to be promiscuous, and you, you're not setting an example. How you going to sit here and tell me that I don't need to get drunk well, I don't need to get high, and you doing it with me. I, I just, I don't understand that, and I'm sorry. I, I just, I really don't think that parents need to try to be their children's best friend because that, when, when you allow that, that's when your children feel like there's no boundaries, there's no respect, you know, and you always need that respect and those boundaries uh-huh. with, with the parents because they are the ones that have to teach you what way to go. You see what I'm saying? And, and soon as you try to yeah. discipline them, you see what happened, they kill you. Yeah, mm. but, 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 Seneca. Yeah. These, these parents are scared of their children, honey. Yeah, you're That's right. That's why they're trying to be their best friend. They're scared of their children. Honey, mm-hmm. let me have some kids. Honey, I'll teach them. Beat the hell out of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But see, that that kind of reminds me of that story. You guys, I, I talked about this earlier before you guys got on the air. I read the story on uh, from WTHR. Did you hear about them two shootings that happened downtown on Saturday? Yeah. Now, now, first of all, I got a question. I just need to know this: What the hell are these kids doing out at this time of night downtown? Seneca, some of their parents are on crack, and some of them don't even care where their children go. You understand what I'm saying? These children are raising themselves, right. man. Self. Yeah, you're right. That's the truth. I'm telling you, they are raising themselves, and listen, they don't have nowhere to turn to but these streets. And that's how these kids are falling. You got, you got children raising children, children having right. children. 
and these parents are out there on crack, on dope, meth, or whatever they think, smoking and stuff, and then this, this, this is what gets me. And then then they try to be their parents doing the, be the mom, like you said, be the mom and the daddy during the day, but doing crack in the evening, day and night, you know what I'm saying? And then they don't know where their kids yeah. are. Mm-hmm. They try right. to do as I say, and not as I do. They're lost. They're lost. These kids are lost. Um, did you have something to add to this now? Are you just still listening at this point, or you know, or did you well, have something they, to say? I think the parents say, "Do as I say, and not as I do." And so I right. think they have kind of like lived by a double standard for so long, and now it's kind of starting to bite them in the ass. Right, right. right. I mean, I, right. I really think that it, it's starting. The door is starting to shut in their face because you know, for the longest, like do whatever. You know, I can do whatever I want to do, but I can try to hold you accountable for the things that I do and the things that I don't want you to do. And so, right, you know, right. we don't we don't have any way to separate the two because everybody's doing pretty much what the hell they want to do. Yeah. Because how can you tell me what to do when you're doing whatever? Yeah, that's right. true. I mean, it right. shouldn't be like but that, you know, but I, it is like that now. Yeah. And I, I, you know, like I think so many times we want to, you know, and this is this is what kind of pisses me off, you know. I, I and I see it in the in the, um, you know, in the media and stuff like that, you know, how a lot of times, you know, um, we always want to, you know, talk about deadbeat fathers, but you know what? There's really, you know, a lot of deadbeat mothers too. Because we're also living in a culture now to where there's a lot of fathers that got to kind of, you know, step up to the plate because, like they said, the mama ain't no good. She, she's a whore. She's a slut. You know, she, she doesn't want to uh, uh, take accountability of what came out of her womb. So the father doesn't have a choice at that point to step up to the plate and take care of their kids. So it's to me, I just, I, you know, I don't always want to get into the whole male bashing thing because it's not – really all, you know what I'm saying, it's not, it's just not the men, it's, it's the women too, 